Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we are doing another round of Keep, Update, or Replace. This time, we're going over to the Disneyland Resort. We're going to combine Disneyland and DCA, so we're going to kind of tackle attractions from both of those. I hope not. They're like made out of metal. Oh, it hurt. Okay, not physically, metaphorically here. Um, But if you've not heard our other episodes, we've gone through all of the theme parks in Walt Disney World. Basically, what we do is pick an attraction, say whether we're going to keep it, update it, or get rid of it. And we also have some polls from our Instagram. We're at Enchanted Ears Podcast over there on Instagram throughout some of these in our stories. So some interesting results, too. I I thought I had some controversial picks but then some of the polling numbers kind of supported what I had. So I felt a little bit good about myself there mm. going into that. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely get into that. But before we get into that, let's cover the Disney news of the week. So over at Walt Disney World, Disney announced some new updates coming to Epcot to help celebrate the Disney 100th. So they're talking about ramping up the celebration, specifically at Epcot, though, which I think is kind of interesting. So starting September 22nd, they're going to have some additional things in the park. So for instance, you'll be able to see Mickey and Minnie in their Platinum 100 outfits over at the Imagination Pavilion. Uh, And then also Spaceship Earth will be having a new nighttime show. So they've done this ever since they've done like the redo of the outside of Spaceship Earth. Yeah. With those new lights. They're going to have a new show that's around the song, When You Wish Upon a Star. Mm. So they're going to have that. There's also like a popcorn bucket that doesn't look that great um, and some additional food items. But yeah, I think it's interesting. Disney's like kind of promoting the 100th now, but it's only in Epcot. I wonder if that's because they need to get people to kind of go to Epcot. There's really no, there's really no big nighttime show there anymore. They're still under a lot of construction. So this seems like a good way to kind of get people to go to Epcot. But hey, seeing Mickey and Minnie is great and always love these Spaceship Earth shows. Yeah, absolutely. I think we saw part of like, I think there was like a Colors of the Wind one, which was really cool. So um, these are always just really interesting to see the different things they do with like the new ball update that they added like a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because these shows run like a couple months. So yeah, and, and they're not like so involved they're if you miss it. Intricate. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I missed that one. But yeah, they've done one with the Muppets. Um, I think they did Colors of the Wind. I think they've done a Beauty and the Beast one. So now they'll have this one around When You Wish Upon a Star. Yeah. And then moving on to Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Treasure, that's going to be the new ship that's going to be setting sail next year. But Disney announced the characters that are going to be on the stern. So every ship has different kind of characters, different motif going to it. This one's going to be Peter Pan and Captain Hook, which uh, definitely going back in terms of kind of classic Disney characters here. Um, So I think an interesting choice for the ship because it's, you know, they had the new Peter Pan movie on Disney Plus. I don't know that it did super well, you know, on Disney Plus, but it's definitely at least, um, you know, something more recent around uh, Peter Pan. But yeah, interesting pick here. I mean, it's on brand. Captain Hook has a ship in the in the movie. And I don't know, I I think it goes really well. I kind of would have liked to have seen them hyper theme it and make it just a pirate ship like they should do a black pearl that's what i want that's what i want my next cruise ship to be build the black pearl and i will book i will i will book before bookings are released yeah that i mean that would be a commitment to do that seeing a giant cruise ship that big but yeah I, i i think my my point is it's it's an interesting pick 
in that it's not like it's a classic Disney princess. It's not like it's a new property or even, again, one with a new movie that was extremely popular. It's kind of really like... I mean, Peter Pan's pretty popular. Really throwing it back. So yeah, I think Peter Pan must be very popular. I wonder if this means the like inside the interior decor is going to be more geared towards classic Disney. I mean, this ship is going to be kind of setting sail during the 100th celebration. And so I wonder if it means like there will be a lot more classic Disney characters. I think we'll start seeing more of this now. This is kind of like the first announcement. So with you know about a year to go, I think we will start seeing more details probably coming pretty quickly here. I'm curious where their destinations are going to be with the ship. I think this one, the sign said Nassau. So I think this is another one in the Bahamas. Okay, because I think isn't the... The most recent, the, the is wish, the, the yeah, wish is, is in the Bahamas as well. In the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they have a couple ships in the Bahamas. So what they're doing is the existing ships that are there. Like when the wish came out, I'm not sure which. That's probably one of their more popular. Yeah, I, I don't know what the other ship was that was in the Bahamas, but that moved, and now they're doing sailings, uh, you know, somewhere else in the world. They kind of move them around, but yeah, I mean, they have the additional island they just purchased in the Bahamas as well. Uh, so yeah. I think now they'll have two islands to go to, so you have multiple ships. So I think. Do it you makes think they'll a add a race on that island? Maybe, like, yeah, have like another have race. Castaway K. Yeah, they have another race out there. I mean, why not? If you're going there, um, could have now you could have two races. Now you got to do two cruises you know, to kind of get both races. But yeah, so interesting. So I think more to come there. Always exciting to see kind of um, as these ships roll out. All right, so let's get into it. Disneyland, DCA, keep update, replace. And if you're interested, if you're listening to this and you think, man, I really got to go to Disneyland. I really got to go to Disney California Adventure. You're interested in planning your own trip. You want to go ride these rides, see for yourself whether Disney should keep them or not. Uh, be sure to reach out to Becky at Castle Dreams Travel, the official travel agent of the Enchanted Ears podcast. Let her know Enchanted Ears sent you. Her email is beckyg at castledreamstravel.com. We'll put it in the description as well. But uh, but yeah, Becky's great. She helped us plan Adventures by Disney uh, last year, so if you didn't hear yes. that with our trip to Portugal, um, be sure to listen to that. So all right, so let's start off here with the Matterhorn. So Angela, the Matterhorn. Everybody, I feel like loves the Matterhorn. Are you going to keep it, update, or replace it? I think this is a great ride. I love it. I we we just rode it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It didn't hurt me. It didn't make me sick. That's the thing. Okay, everybody's thing. Everyone the, talks about the back. Thing. Yeah, there's all these like TikToks and stuff of like if you're a millennial and you're riding the Matterhorn, you know, because I guess millennials now are in their 30s. Um, you know, you're you're complaining 30s that, and 40s. 40s yeah. yeah. You know, it's basically you're complaining your back. You're going to need a chiropractor. I I don't feel that way, and I think maybe it's because we're used to Space Mountain over at Walt Disney World, which is basically a very similar ride and kind of throws you around. And so maybe we're just well conditioned. Yeah, and I will say, I mean, I never ride in the back of the cart because I'm a smaller rider. So I'm wondering if there's a difference being in the matters. back. I mean, I it's definitely know. rough. It's not like smooth. I'll tell you that. But all right, yeah. but sorry, are you going to keep it? You like it? Yeah, I, I'm keeping it for sure. Yeah, I'm keeping it as well. You know, I think this is a classic ride at Disneyland. I think a lot of people love it for that reason. Yes, it's not the smoothest roller coaster in the world, but I don't find it like so painful that I'm going to avoid it. I really like that there's Yetis in it and you have like yes. the animatronic Yetis that are kind of like attacking you. That was definitely a pleasant surprise the first time we rode this a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, I didn't realize that because I thought that I thought it was like Everest was the only one that had that. Yeah, and I kind of just assumed, oh, it's the Matterhorn. It's kind of like real based on the real Matterhorn. They don't have Yetis there, at least that we know of. Um, <laughs> but but they're there. And so it's kind of surprising. And and they are, you know, they 
they kind of lunge out at you is in the way that uh, Expedition Everest should. Yeah. Um, I guess not to even that scale, but they do. So it's kind of scary. So it's a fun ride. You get that little like splash through water at the end, which is a lot of fun. So yeah, I say keep it. I think probably some people could say it'll update it, make it a little bit smoother, but I, I like it. You know, over on Instagram, 59% of the people said keep, 41% said update. Nobody said replace it, which I think is good. I think everybody knows yeah. the Matterhorn's good. Disneyland, that's their mountain. You got to have the Matterhorn. So I, I could see, yeah, maybe updating it to make it maybe well, a little actually, bit smoother. It's, but it's Switzerland's mountain, but well, it's Disneyland's <laughs> mountain too. So, all right. So hopping over to Disney California Adventure, over to Avengers Campus, Spider-Man Web Slingers. Now I'm going to start off here because I say replace, and I thought that would be somewhat controversial to say to get rid of this attraction. But I so I put this one up on on our Instagram as a poll. And 32% of the people actually said replace it. So almost one third. I can't believe that. Which was the uh, second. So most people said keep it at 47%. Only 21% said update. So I was pleasantly surprised that I wasn't like that far off with it. But my thing with replacing it is Avengers Campus deserves so much better. It's a fun ride, but it's basically a just a, an upgraded version of Toy Story Mania. And it's not anything new or revolutionary in the way that um, Flight of Passage was for Pandora or Rise of the Resistance was for Galaxy's Edge. So I feel Avengers Campus deserves a much better ride, something that really pushes the envelope and not just saying, oh, we're going to put Toy Story Mania in here and call it a Spider-Man attraction. So for me, you need to replace it. Disney needs to step up their game here. Okay, so I think that we are putting on Web Slingers something that it was never intended to do. Because I don't think it was supposed to be the A attraction. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, they've, they've announced two different attractions for right. the first time to make it sound like this is you know the big e-ticket attraction. I agree with you. I don't think this was meant to be the headliner. But still, I think this is all they've built. I mean, this is the, this is the new ride in all of the Avengers campus is the web slinger. The other attraction in both versions is just a rethemed version of an existing ride. So if that's all you're going to put out there, I still think they should have done something different with it. Okay. So kind of going back to that point, it is not supposed to be, yeah, that the, the headliner ride. I think it is a great ride. I love it. I'm very competitive. I like the mechanics of it better than Toy, Toy Story Mania. And I really like the mechanics of throwing my arms out there that you don't have anything that you are using besides your your actual arms. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. It's definitely, it's an upgrade from Toy Story Mania. And I do think it is cool where... They somehow figured it out where you don't need, like, uh, you don't need to like pull something like a Toy Story Mania where you have like a little gun or toy where it actually is like you're throwing the webs. So I'll give you that, but yeah, but I like that, and I also like the fact that there are different items within the ride that if you hit them, they are worth more points. Now I'm sure that the repeatability of the ride, maybe you can make the argument that if you are a Disneyland regular, this becomes a missable ride because it is not novel. Yeah. Um, but for me, as somebody who goes to Disneyland every few years, doesn't always get a chance to ride it. I think that this is a great ride. I love it. The only... So are you keeping it? Yes, I'm keeping You're it. You're just for keeping sure. it. Okay. Uh, I'm straight keeping it because again, 
they need to build that other ride. Well, and I think that this is their this is their B attraction ride. But my one, oh, qualm, I think it's a C attraction because oh. Mission Breakout's B. Uh, I think Mission Breakout. Mission better. Breakout I, is better. I think the other thing this thing suffers from is that the Spider-Man ride at Universal is much better. So you're comparing it to that, and then and then I don't to, agree with that. And then, well, I I think it is. And then they also it's, try to upsell you with the power-ups. That's what I was going to say. Which are pointless here. The power-ups is the one knock I have against the yeah. ride because they are pointless. They are they cost way too much. And honestly, they just needed to come up with something different because they're... Yeah, a whole they're new just, ride. They needed a whole new ride. No, different. it's just... I think that that really does taint the ride because it's like if you went and bought one of those things, like we we went out and bought one, but I can imagine families maybe buying them for all their kids. They're really not worth the money. I don't know that anybody's buying them for the ride because I don't see anybody on the ride with those anymore. But yeah, I I think overall it's just they need to come up with something better. I get why they want to do Spider-Man because he's the most popular superhero. Um, but I think they could have done a, a much better attraction here. All right, moving on, Space Mountain. So for Space Mountain, I would say this is a keep. I like the fact that it's different than Disney World. I might make the argument that Disney World is better, but I think that it is a fun like contrast to it. it it's very much the same, but it has enough different that it it makes for some fun for people to argue over which one's better. So I, I, I like this ride. I think it's it's an exciting ride. I love I love that wild mouse type coaster like ride. Um, so I do. I enjoy this ride. So keep it. You mentioned roller coaster type ride. I, I talked about this a few weeks ago. What is a roller coaster type ride? I looked it up. The best I could find, according to the Internet, is that because Disney is so immersive, you're not riding a roller coaster. You're actually traveling through the Matterhorn Mountain. You're actually traveling through outer space. So that's why it is a roller coaster type attraction. That's the best thing I could see on the internet is it's because they're just so immersive that it's not a roller coaster you're riding. It's actually the thing you're doing. So they call it roller coaster type. Mm. It kind of makes sense. So I'll roll with it. I still think it's funny You'll every time I hear with yeah, it. Yeah. I'll roller coaster type with it. Um, but yeah, I still think it's funny uh, every time I see it. So Space Mountain, uh, I'm keeping it as well. I think it's interesting so far you're keeping everything. So to you, Disneyland is just the most perfect encapsulation of a theme park <laughs> ever. Um, but I agree with you on Space Mountain. I think that's a pretty easy one to keep. I don't think you get rid of it. That is become a kind of classic, iconic attraction to Disney parks. And Disneyland's version is really well done. So I really don't have any notes on that. So I'm going to keep it. The next one, and this is where I think you need some sort of replacement or updating, is Alice in Wonderland. And I'm going to pick on Alice in Wonderland, but I think you kind of have three kind of dark rides there. So you have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you have uh, Snow White, and you have Alice in Wonderland. Do they not have Winnie the Pooh? Uh, they do have Winnie the Pooh, but uh, like kind of right in the fantasy. Land. Like these three are all okay. like right near each other. So in my mind, they're all kind of together. And I'm going to pick on Alice in Wonderland one because uh, a lot of people love Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It gets very dark at the end and a very <laughs> unique story and yeah. the fact that there's devils and you die. And that was something at Walt Disney World that they pulled out. You know, Snow White. They have done some updates to it, so at least they're kind of you know refurbishing it a little bit, and that's somewhat more of a classic Disney character. So I'm going to kind of pick on Alice in Wonderland here, but I think overall what I'm saying kind of applies to all three because those are three dark rides that are pretty 
old. Like they ha- they don't have any sort of new you can, technology. You can be an oldie but a goodie. Yeah, but but I think like it's it's very it's kind of like the old school original style Disney dark ride. It's it's a single track ride that just kind of goes through the ride. You just have kind of painted sets. They have doors that open and close, but there's not like a ton of animatronics or a lot going on. They're very quick. You kind of quickly just kind of go through the story. Yeah. It's very straightforward. So I think having three of them there is too much. I think you need to either replace one with something completely new or update it to be a more cur- current version. So I have, a, I have a perfect so idea for this. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you go in a second. But so in my mind, I'm picking on Alice in Wonderland as the one to go again because Snow White, they have updated some. And Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is very unique and and kind of crazy for Disney. So it's like, hey, let's keep that. But I, I do think they need to do something with that kind of area there. So what do you what do you think you replace uh, Alice in Wonderland with? So over in Paris, they have a cool Alice in Wonderland themed maze. I think that this would actually be a great thing to export from Paris. But unlike Ratatouille, we should update it and make it a little bit better. I think that. Yeah, putting in that hedge maze would be really fun. It would be different. Um, maybe add a few more twists and turns in it so that, you know, it it, it maybe it keeps people busy for a little while. And then you can add a th- like some of the characters that pop up just like they have over in Paris. And then they even have like a cool little castle you can climb up in. And it might give you a chance to get a nice view of the park. So I think this this is the perfect replacement. I really like that. And I'll tell you why. Because I think that really fits well into Disneyland. Yes. Because Disney World, I don't think that would fit in because Disney World is this theme park entertainment capital with Orlando. Like everything is big there. It's almost like the Texas version. Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Orlando. And I don't think having just like a maze where you just kind of wander through really fits with the aesthetic and vibe of Walt Disney World. But Disneyland is still very much like a family home regional family park where you do kind of have these quieter moments in the park. So I I really like the idea of having a maze, having a walkthrough attraction, because I think it fits in with the aesthetic. Everything's not really grand. The castle's smaller. Everything's kind of a little bit of a smaller scale at Disneyland. So I think it fits there. I actually later have an idea for another walkthrough attraction that I'll I'll get to. But I think these walkthrough attractions do fit really well in Disneyland. So I do like that idea uh, of the maze. So replace... Alice in Wonderland, still keep it Alice in Wonderland, but keep it with the hedge maze. I really like that. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, Angela, this one is for you. And I threw this <laughs> one out on Instagram because I wanted to see what people said. And I, I, I like their responses. I don't think you will. But the Storybook Land Canal Boats. I will let you have the floor on this one. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to surprise you. I, I was going to say, we talked about this earlier, that we should replace it. Because this is not one of my favorite rides. You think you should replace it. That's not necessarily my pick. But I, I think that there's a certain amount of things that maybe I won't understand. And Storybook Canal is one of those ones that I just I just don't get. And so I think that they just need to do some updating. All right, hold and- on. Hold on now. You want to replace this ride. I like how you talk. We talked earlier about that. We said we would replace it. I no, never said replace it. I said it. that. You have said repeatedly, you want to replace this ride. You got cold feet when you saw the Instagram response. Oh, I didn't even see it. Of 45% said keep it. I didn't it. get it. I didn't get cold feet. 45% said keep it, which was the 
uh, number one pick, 32% said update, 23% did say replace. But I think you saw that and you went, oh, man, the, the tide's yeah. really turning on me. This might not be one I understand. You want to replace this ride. Don't lie. Don't lie to us. I like to be a contrarian. I just think that it needs to be bigger and better. So I think that you need to add, like, maybe make the miniature ha- like houses bigger. Okay. Add characters to it. First of all, For me, it feels do you very hear yourself? Dead. Do you hear yourself? You can't make miniatures bigger than they would be. Then they would be large scale models. They're not miniatures at no, that I'm point. No, I'm saying like just you've make completely them. changed the entire ride. So first of all, I don't think it needs to be bigger in any way. Yeah. I will say, full disclosure, I'm a huge fan of miniatures. For some <laughs> reason, maybe it's because I'm so tall. Kind of the whole world is somewhat miniature to me. So so seeing like even more miniature things makes me feel like a super giant. And so maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some, I need to maybe go to therapy and kind of work that out of why I love miniatures so much. (laughs) But I'm a big fan of miniatures, so I like this ride. I'm going to say update, though. I'm going to start buying you miniatures for Christmas and stuff. I would love that. A little, just like a little full, I should just build like a full miniature scale, like Magic Kingdom. Okay, no, I really do have a real question for you. Have you seen the Dorables, the Disney Dorables? I can't say that I have. Are they miniatures? I mean, they're little, they're little versions. They're, they're probably about yay high. So that's probably okay. like two like, inches. Like an inch or two. Yeah. And they're like a little cartoonified, like further cartoonified okay. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look this up after we're done recording. But for me, I'm going to say update this. And I think what it needs, I agree with you. It needs a little something. It is sparse in there. Not that it needs to be bigger, but the version at Disneyland is somewhat sparse. I feel like there's just not as much on the ride. I would update it to be more like Disneyland Paris, where the dioramas, the miniatures are not bigger in terms of size, but like grander. There's more buildings to them. There's more detail and more scale. And actually over at Disneyland Paris, they actually have some of the characters in the the dioramas. Whereas at, at Disneyland in California, they don't have that. Like they have the Chernabog over at Disneyland Paris. And then they play a lot more music with each of them. Now, the, the one thing that I do like at Disneyland uh, in California is there is somebody on the boat with you kind of narrating, telling you the story. So I think you keep that, but add in some of the music and some of the additional touches that Disneyland Paris has. And I think that would be a much better version of this ride. All right, moving on. Our next one is Goofy Sky School. So we're going back over to Disney California Adventure here. Yeah, this is a fun ride. I like that Goofy has his own ride here. I like the the queue and the, some of the pictures in the queue. So I I think overall it's pretty great. Keep it as it is. Yeah, I, I say keep this one just because it's insane fun. It's like just pure chaos over there. It's, it's um, kind of like that wild mouse style. Very uh, quick, not a huge uh, roller coaster ride, you know, not extremely fast or anything, but you get those quick turns and kind of fast dips down the hill, and you just like you can't help but laugh. It, it's just so insane and so quick, you just kind of can't help but love it. So, I definitely think keep Goofy Sky School. All right, moving on to Autotopia. So, for me, I think you need to update Autotopia. Um, I think it's kind of dated in the way it is. Cars are changing. Cars aren't, you know, these gasoline powered 
cars anymore. You know, they're electric, they're hybrid, self-driving even, you know, to a certain extent. So I think you kind of need to update that with the times. It's in Tomorrowland. It should be more kind of about the future, um, where things are going. So I think you need some updates with that. Um, and it'll also kind of tie into a later one because I think it takes up a lot of space. So I think you could actually shrink this um, track to maybe get another attraction in there. Uh, but it kind of ties into a, one that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But for me, I just kind of say updated. Angela, what, what's your pick? Get rid of it. Get rid of it completely. Yep. Okay. I think that this ride... Okay, so first of all, this ride is a ride that is pretty much a copy and paste from other theme parks like i i have seen this specific ride in other theme parks i yeah this is like a, a pretty stable yeah, this is, theme this is park. Standard. I mean, walt disney world has it they, they kind of have a version of it it's it's cool that tokyo disney sea their version is aquatopia which yeah. i think is really well done i mean you can almost just bring that in here just replace it with that i think is a a cool version of it yeah i i have so i have a an idea for this and i think that you can do one of a couple different things with it so thing one that you could do with it is Stitch is very popular, yet Stitch is not very prevalent. He has uh, not a whole lot of like attractions and he definitely doesn't have like a fun attraction. So I think you do some sort of Stitch flying saucer coaster. Um, I think that that fits in well with the Tomorrowland theme because like, he's an alien flying saucers. And that doesn't seem like something that's coming up any like very soon, like that people are going to own those. So I think that we're pretty safe in keeping that to be the future. I hope I own a flying saucer soon. <laughs> I mean, it would be fun, but <laughs> I don't know about that. Another idea that I just kind of came up with because we have a little Eve. Oh, a Wally attraction. Yeah, do like a Wally attraction. I mean, do it with the like maybe do some sort of interesting like commentary on what Wally is like commentary on consumerism over doing things and trash. And then maybe toward the end, like maybe we help Wally and Eve clean things up. Like do it could be like a trackless ride situ situation. So I think that there's definitely a chance to have better IP in there. Something that is more Disneyland specific in there and something that again, doesn't like chew up a bunch of gasoline so i think that that fits in better with the tomorrowland theme and i get it it's one of the original attractions at the park yeah you know, one of the original things and so i think a lot of people want to keep that yeah, but they try to keep it i think it at least it needs an update and i again i think you need to shrink the footprint um on it as well so all right moving back over to uh dca this is kind of the pixar pier area so again kind of like an alice in wonderland where i picked on one Emo uh, inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. I'm going to kind of group a couple in here. So we have that one. We have the Silly Symphony Swings and the Golden Zephyr. I'm saying replace all of these because that whole section of the park is uh, – those, those three rides are all in one kind of area of the park. They're very generic rides. So kind of what you were saying with like Autotopia, like a, a driving car attraction is – or at least was kind of a staple at a lot of theme parks. These rides are all very off-the-shelf theme park rides. They're swinging rides, spinning rides, very generic. I understand they're themed one towards Inside Out, that sort of stuff, Silly Symphony. I mean, that that's kind of cool, but I, I feel like it's just a lot of wasted space. I get, you know, originally when it was Paradise Pier, it was supposed to be like an old-style boardwalk. Those type of attractions made a lot more sense. Now it's centered around Pixar. I feel like you kind of need to pull that out and get something that's really Pixar. Like, do it right. Don't just take uh, an old ride and retheme it to Inside Out 
and make it now inside out emotional whirlwind. So I think you need to replace this. Disney kind of needs to rethink that whole section of Disney California adventure um, and really put something exciting in there. Yeah. I think this is a replace. I love the, I love the facade of the ride. Like I love the, the inside out one. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly. Yeah. That one in particular. Um, I like, the how colorful it is i think that they need to make room for inside out especially now that they're going to make a second inside out um because i do think that there there is an opportunity they don't have the space for it right there but there is an opportunity for a cool like trackless ride where you maybe go through riley's emotions um and you have that like i i know at one point that they escape from um like where she forgets and that's where you know, bing bong gets lost. Yeah, like where all the core memories. I mean, you, you could do something. I don't even think it has to be a trackless ride. I mean, um, you know, D- Disney has a lot of kind of tricks up their sleeve. But yeah, I mean, almost if you are, I could see an attraction where you are like a core memory. You're in one of the balls. Oh, I and, love and you're, that. Yeah, you're traveling through um, either her life or, or some event <gasps> and you're, you're kind of moving through it. And you could have, a, I feel like, a really unique ride vehicle and i think that would make a like a really cool experience and they're all different and then they could do kind of like what they did with the secret life of pets over in universal where there's like kind of alternate endings where you get different families but instead it's tied to whatever your core memory is so like there's like a tv screen that um if you're not familiar with the ride over in in universal studios in hollywood but when you are leaving the ride you are you are you are all dogs and they're all the dogs are different so when you leave the ride also you're getting adopted by different families so it would be interesting if they could work that in somehow where they have like screens where you get a different experience than the person next to you yeah that's actually a good example too for kind of like going back to Alice in Wonderland and kind of what i was saying about like the dark rides where the secret life of pets isn't some you know highly advanced ride mechanic it's it's very much in the same way of those like classic disney dark rides where it's on a track you can see the track you're moving forward but the story of it the sets of it there's animatronics there's very large set pieces that you're going through you're going through it a little bit slower so that you can really um, see the story and kind of envelop it that's what i'm looking for for some of these uh, new rides it's it's what i expected more of like ratatouille whenever they moved ratatouille over they did a nice job of putting a lot of big animatronic um, 3D characters on yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, staying over in DCA, kind of in that that Pixar Pier area, the Incredicoaster. I love this ride. I think you keep it. I have a blast. Every time I ride this, <laughs> it is so much fun. I am so glad. You know, Disney doesn't have a lot of like big roller coasters like that. I'm so glad they have this here. It is perfect. I think the Incredibles theme is great. It's funny. You're chasing Jack-Jack, all the little stuff that's happening. Um, in the tunnels, you have the great onboard sound system. I mean, literally love this ride. Could ride it multiple times every time I go. Cannot get enough of it. You have to keep the Incredicoaster. Yeah, you know, I think I'm a convert to this ride. At first, I wasn't like, I was like, ah, you know, this is just like a re-theme. It's not really that great. But really, the last time we went to Disneyland, I really kind of developed an appreciation for this ride. I really enjoy 
the onboard sound and I really like the pieces that they added and like the tunnels and things of Jack Jack and the different forms that he's taking because he has all of these powers that yeah, they and don't all the quite... families like chasing him yeah and everything. I understand. Yeah, yeah so it's really cool I like the incorporation of Edna Mode in it so I and I like to see again I know that Pix it's all it was Pixar Pier but I like to see some of those Pixar movies getting some love and our listeners agree with us on Instagram 90% of you said keep and only 10% said update. Nobody said replace it. So um, I think everybody's kind of on board there. All right, then we're going to wrap up here with the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. This ride is not exciting enough for me. Um, I think that it is definitely not super well done. Um, I think that they could use the space in a different way. So I would, I think that they need to replace this ride. So I agree with you replace it. I think a couple of reasons. One, I think post COVID being stuck in a small enclosed submarine with a bunch of other people is less appealing. Not that it was like super appealing before COVID, but I feel like it's even less. So I feel like people are like, do I really want to be in an enclosed space like this with people? And I think to your point, it's not like that exciting, that great of a ride. I think the problem with this though is space. It doesn't actually take up that big of a footprint. Like I, I feel like it looks like it takes up more space than it does. I think you could fit like the Matterhorn could potentially fit over there, but something like it's a small world would not fit there because it's somewhat landlocked because you have the monorail that comes over it. And then you have what we talked about earlier, Autotopia. Autotopia comes around. So it's somewhat landlocked in there. So it's really not that much space. And I think that might be one of the reasons why Disney has not gotten rid of it because there's not a ton they could do with it. So going back to what I said earlier, I think as you update Autotopia, you can change the configuration of that track to give you some more space so that you could build something a little bit bigger. But one thing I was thinking of, because again, I don't know that you could put a huge ride in it. Again, Small World wouldn't fit in there. Um, so I don't think you could do you know something on a, on a huge scale. But I think like a walkthrough attraction, you could fit in here. And that would be uh, a really great use of this space. And my idea was in Kanto, use House Madrigal and have a walkthrough where you can go into each of the individual rooms of all the children and there's different magic and effects that happen in each one. I think people would love that to be able to kind of walk through and go visit everybody's rooms. And I think that is something that it's a little bit smaller of a scale than a full scale ride that you could fit in this footprint. I think that that is a great idea. I don't know that you would be able to do all the different rooms. Cause I mean, if you think back to the movie, Antonio's room is. I, mean, I think Isabella's you have the room. main character. I think you have the main, you know, three or four of them you could do. We could just see Mirabelle's room. Yeah. Yeah. You could go to Mirabelle's little closet. It's like a Harry Potter crossover experience. <laughs> so with all these kids living in closets, but no, I, I, I kind of see it in, uh, again, a walk through some of the rides, a similar vein to what they do with the treehouse, like the Swiss family Robinson treehouse where you're kind of going through there. But again, I think you need something like that to fit in that footprint. But I think overall you just, kind of replace and get rid of the whole submarine voyage because uh, again I, I don't think it's a great use of that space there yeah i agree all right that wraps up the show for this week want to thank everybody again for listening if you've not done so please leave us a rating or a review subscribe wherever you get your podcast it really helps and we really appreciate it and also want to thank everybody that voted over on our instagram we're at enchanted ears podcast over there be sure you follow us there as we do future episodes, we kind of throw these polls out there so your numbers can be included in a future episode. Thanks for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.